Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show, specifically, welcome to episode 203 of our show for Monday, November 22nd, 2021. It won't be long, folks, until we're uh, we're in Turkey Day, we're eating way too much, we're fighting with the uh, extended relatives, we're watching some football, we're, uh, we're headed home in some sort of snowstorm. And uh, hating ourselves, <laughs> needing a nap, whatever. Maybe you can take a nap at Thanksgiving itself, I don't know. But uh, just to catch you guys up, I I am back from uh, caring for Mama V. Mama V, she, she is 80 years old. She's a whippersnapper, sharp as a tack. She just had a redo of a hip replacement that's how old she is. She's she's on number two, hip number two on one of her hips. I think she's had both replaced. I've kind of lost track. But then also they extended, they extended uh, part one of her femur bones. I mean, so all sorts of stuff going on. Very nice gold medal podium finish by the Chicago Tank. Our dear, the beautiful, the intelligent, the elusive Robo Kitty is in the silver medal position. Good morning, Robo. As I was saying, uh, back from caring for Mama V for a little bit, she was she ended up being at the hospital a little longer than was planned, and she's still she she needs help getting around. She's been at home now for a few days. I stayed with her. Let's see, what did I say Monday? I got there Thursday night. Stayed with her Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, came back yesterday, and uh, yeah, she needs help. And so I was—I didn't know exactly what I was going into on the way to Chicago, going to see her and care for her, but um, I was—I was having to psych myself up a little bit. Again, I, I didn't know. Am I going to be? Am I going to be? bathing my mother am I gonna be like what are we really looking at here Robo Kitty knows now she doesn't bathe her patients probably but probably every day of her work she just thinks what in the hell am I getting myself into you know one of those deals so I was trying to psych myself up and one of the things I would do is I I was reflecting on okay let's remember how many hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of diapers of mine she changed if I have to, I don't know, who knows, do the same. I'm still way ahead. She deal uh, dealt with way more of my poop than I would have to deal with hers, no matter what. Tank's music homework is Jimi Hendrix, Fire, classic. Another good one. Tank hits it out of the park again. So anyway, um... <clears throat> I was nervous, but it turns out she's she's very, very determined. She likes to be independent. She is still super sharp. I can't I can't believe how sharp she is mentally. And I'm very, very grateful for that. Now, now physically, you know, she's going downhill. It's kind of difficult to see. It's interesting with my dad, he was physically in better shape, but he but mentally he went downhill. So now we have kind of the mirror image of that. It's interesting. Tank says, my old man is sharp as a marble. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, I still would prefer it. Of course, we never want to lose our loved ones, right? That's that's just the way it goes. We, we want them around forever, but that's not how life works. But I am very, very grateful that she's still there mentally. I can't believe the stuff she can keep track of and remember. And um, she's very insightful. Very insightful. So we're lucky. But uh, I, 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 I also want to say this. Coming out of this experience. You know, this is, it's of course some circle of life stuff. It's very strange. Go, caring for a parent, right? Because it's role reversal. We all know this. But uh, I, I want to say it's very enriching. 
it's just, ex I'm extremely glad that uh, I had this chance and I'm going to be back in a couple of days caring for her again through, I don't know how long I'll stay. I don't know. Um, but for sure, I'm going to, I'll be there for Thanksgiving and Friday. Um, yeah, Tank says, always treat your mother great. You only have one. I, I totally agree. I think that's super important. Um, you know, so as my dad was declining years ago, a friend told me, you know, spend all the time you can with your dad. And it was great, great advice. And, uh, you know, there it's so easy for us to think that life is going to, you know, it's so important the day to day. We're on the hamster wheel and it's easy to talk yourself into, well, I just can't take the time, you know. And I just think that uh, it's it's worth it. It's worth it. There's nothing else that's, at least for me, that's as important as, you know, family and that sort of thing. I was in a, uh, years and years ago, it just makes me remember, I was in a very bad car accident. I was uh, uh, on the, uh, I was on the pavement for a while until till the paramedics and the robo kitties of the world showed up. I was laying on there just looking up at the stars and it was a really amazing time. It's very reflective and I was very very clear on the things I thought about. I I thought about family. I thought about the uh all the love I was given growing up. I didn't think at all about my stuff. How much money I had none of that like it never even occurred to me it's totally meaningless so you know little experience like that just helps me remember where to keep my priorities where to put my priorities so it was good now I mentioned on previous shows mom V is uh, said she's doing the keto as well which is very exciting for me my older brother inspired us to do low carb. And uh, I will I will report, I'm sad to report that, you know, I would say I was there five minutes and, I, and, and she was eating white bread. <laughs> so she might need a little refresher. I think uh, I, I don't, she gave me some sort of reasoning as to why she's, uh, she's maybe off the wagon a little bit. I can't remember exactly what she said, but it's just one of those things. So I'm going to have to stay strong. I'm. She is planning a Thanksgiving dinner just for the two of us. She bought a gigantic turkey, which is ridiculous. But that's good because, you know, it's protein. Turkey is low carb. But Lord knows what else she has planned. She, it would not surprise me if she can't help herself. And she gets wrapped up in the tradition of the thing. And, oh, I got to do, I, I, I got to do stuffing. Do you call it stuffing or dressing? Where does everyone land? It seems like it's called two things. Whoever had the idea, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to cut up some bread cubes and shove it inside of this bird when I cook it. <laughs> What an idea. It's lovely. I'm glad whoever thought of it did. Let's see. Uh, Robo says, Tone, keto can cause uh, consolation. I'm betting you mean constipation, Robo Kitty. But she says keto can cause consolation. So maybe if she's recovering from surgery, she should hold off. Okay, you do say constipation. Yeah, yeah. Very good point, dear. Very good. I'm certainly... I didn't give her any... Um, flack for not doing keto. Not a bit. And I certainly... Thank you, though. That's good to know. So I'm just gonna... I'm gonna continue on, hold tight. And just let her be her. So... Anyway, does anyone else have nerves coming up on Thanksgiving? 
I think this is very regularly a time when uh, people have mixed emotions at the very least. I was saying on the pre-party on Reddit this morning, you know, it's this Thanksgiving is this funny thing where you get, you're going to go see relatives that you really want to see. Some of them you don't get to see them very often. But it's also one of those holidays where you're going to get to see the relatives you don't want to see. You're not looking forward to seeing them. And so it's this mixed bag. And then I guess we get into the minutia. Is your family just off the rails crazy? Do you not want to see anyone? So there's some people like that. In which case, it's like, why are you going at all? Most of the time, I think there's at least some people you, you want to go see. I'm, I'm not going to name names, but I, I this is... I'm like that too. I'm going to see some people that I, I don't particularly care to see. That's life. But I'm looking forward to uh, watching some football on Thursday. That's one of the things I love about Thanksgiving. Um, turkey. I haven't had turkey. I, I, I really seem to have turkey once a year. I assume that's common. People don't normally eat turkey throughout the year, right? It's just a chicken. We're a chicken society. Anyway. Ooh, Robo says, I'm working this Thanksgiving. I'll send you guys pics. Oh my gosh. Now, Robo, I'm betting. I just have this feeling. Maybe I'm wrong. But if you're if you've got cases on Thanksgiving, you're probably gonna have some people that are super happy to see you, and they're gonna be like making you plates of food and stuff. Is this true? And I'll bet you guys are, are, are going to make a... Uh, Robo says we're we're doing Thanksgiving dinner. They're at the firehouse, I assume. I, I'm sure it's going to be awesome. That's pretty cool. I would guess you get a lot of choking. What do I know? Do you get a lot of, a lot of heart attacks on Thanksgiving too? People just go, is it a thing where you go... If you go hard on the gravy, like it can just literally be that last straw right there. Like someone, someone was, they're right on the cusp of having a heart attack or something. And, and they have a rich, they have something at Thanksgiving and it just puts them over the edge. There are a lot of heart attacks here. Oh, she says it depends on which part of town. I'll bet that's right. I'll bet that's so true. Tank says, usually a stabbing and shooting among family members in Chicago on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of that. I'm sure. It seems, it seems to be very American, right? Probably in every city there's pockets of that. Like I said, seeing family is a mixed bag. There are some families that should not be seen together. They shouldn't be spending time together. <laughs> the shootings usually erupt, erupt after dinner. Tank is right, says Robo. That's fascinating. So that says to me, that says to me that uh, you're enough of an a-hole that you, you're the type of person that could, could shoot your own family members, but you're going to make sure to get a free meal out of it first. And then presumably... Once you're in prison, right, then it's more free meals, right? Why else would it be after a meal? You would think people would be calmer, more relaxed. You know, not starving. <laughs> Tank says, tryptophan loads guns. We need more turkey control. <laughs> Oh my God, that's so funny. I love it. I don't know. It's really something. The shootings, the family, it's sad, isn't it? That, that some families just can't, they're so dysfunctional. They just gotta, they just gotta unload on each other. 
Robo says, a few years ago when I worked in Brooklyn, we ate Thanksgiving dinner at the station and then suddenly the radio started going off, shootings all over town. In the projects, the radio went haywire for like a half hour and then it went quiet again. So it was like after, it was like after the meal, huh? Because, so Plumber, good morning, Plumber. Good to see you, buddy. He says, because people have sat at the table and argued enough to pull out weapons. It's probably not a good idea to bring weapons to Thanksgiving dinner. If you're the kind of person that might pull it out on your family members. I don't know. I guess I would assume, too, probably there's a lot of uh, alcohol consumption at Thanksgiving, right? I've never been a booze guy. It's just not my thing. I could totally take it or leave it. Thank Christ. But, uh... Hmm. I don't know. It's a thing. I know I'm not bringing a firearm to my Thanksgiving. I'll just... I'll leave it at that. By the way... Another thing I'm just going to report. Should I? Should I be worried... No, I'm not going to worry about this. I'm just going to tell it like it is. Oh, Tank says, I'm going to have my first drink with my old man this week. Wow. That's pretty watershed, Tank. Oh, these were gang shootings, says Robo. So the gangs, they got to, well, you got to fuel up first, right? Let's have dinner and then let's go out and take care of business. I don't know. Weird. Tank, good luck on your drink with your dad. That's pretty cool. Watershed event. Anyway, the other, other the other thing I'll report. I'm just gonna um, I'm gonna notice. I can't help but notice. Now, the other thing about being in Chicago is it really is striking how um, how different pockets of our society are. I was, I, I took one of my nephews around running. I was running some errands for my mom. I took my nephew around and, you know, that's all he knows is the Chicago area. And I was, I was bitching to him about, uh, having to put the, uh, paper muzzle on my face everywhere. It's like, it was just a pain in the ass because I'm not used to it. And he was, so surprised what you mean you don't have to do this everywhere no no i don't we passed several people alone in their cars wearing a mask and uh so again so on uh as i've said before my brother lives two doors away from my mom one of the things it's just a tradition when i'm in town i will pick up donuts for them on like a Saturday morning and just go bring it to the house. He's got a house full of kids. And uh, so I, I took my nephew. We went to some donut place, right? Which is dangerous for me. I get it. And uh, how, so anyway, we could, it was so hard to make an order. They were, they were just like, don't, you can't come inside. <laughs> What? I can't come inside. They, they had a big open sign. And then I went and tried. And I was, I'm going up to the door thinking, oh, here we go. I got to do the mask thing again. And I was just pissed off. Well, they didn't, wouldn't even let us inside. I said, what? How do I tell you what I, so the owner or manager or something um, came up to the door, mask on. There's no one else. She's in there by herself. She has the mask on. She says through the door, you have to order online. You know, she poured it to some paper sign that was on their window. Plumber saying in, in the field, he's not seeing hardly anyone ask him to put a mask on. I think I think the sentiment, right, this is really waning, but it's weird in pockets like uh, like the Chicago area, right? They're just clinging to this so hard. So she couldn't let me in her business. I couldn't see what she had to offer. 
I had to go online. I had to sit in the parking lot. She's like, go to the website, go tell us what you want through the website, pay through the website. We'll bring it out to your car. That sounds all lovely and everything, but it's a pain in the ass. So I'm on my phone trying to navigate their website. And finally, it's like, fuck it, I'm out. Right? And we went to, I'm, I'm ashamed to say this, we went to a Dunkin' Donuts because they at least have a an established drive-thru. It's funny how this makes me want to drink coffee talking about Dunkin' Donuts. So this was a local business. Who lost my business? Who knows? I do this every time I'm in town. Had, had they had a, and I had never been there before, had they had a good product, I would have been their customer every time I'm in town but I probably never will be now because it's just too much of a pain in the ass. Salty's in the house. Good morning, Salty. Oh, lady letter carriers here. Good morning, dear. Tank says, Chicago is mental with this. The mom and pops don't care too much. The Tank, I, I agree, but but this, uh, this was a mom and pop donut shop. She would not let us inside. She had a mask on her face talking to me through a window. That was not an open window. It was the most insane thing ever. Ever, She wouldn't let me in the store. I, I, I left. She lost the business. So plumber, uh, so now in the big city, huh, plumber? In Charlotte, they're all about the mask. Is this the way it works? Is it big cities where they make you do it? I don't know. I, I just don't get it. I really don't get it. I mean, didn't uh, didn't that lead guy that they march out to tell give us all the marching orders? That that like old that old dude. It didn't he tell us masks do nothing? But then he came back later and said, "I don't know. Don't get me started. Don't get me started." Yeah, I would think with the beard tank, the mask thing is a real pain in the ass. I would think, oh, Amber Glow, good morning, Amber. How are you, dear? Good to see you. Plumber, I hear you, buddy. It doesn't it doesn't feel like uh health should have anything to do with uh politicking, does it? I mean it's just it's just too bad. It's too bad. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Anyway. So I go back in a couple days. I'm going to go back, be with Mama V again. Hopefully eat a lot of turkey. Take care of her. And uh, thank you, Salty. I'm so I'm so gun shy. You know, I really am. <laughs> Tank says, your dead ball's accurate, plumber. I love it. Listen, in anticipation. So I, I know for sure I'm not doing a, a show uh, Thursday morning. Because it's Thanksgiving at nor Friday morning. I'm I hope to do one Wednesday morning. Anyway, but in anticipation, I gotta dig into the mailbag a little earlier. I just gotta get out in front of it. Gotta do it. Anyone, if you wanna send a message to the show, we love it. Send a letter in. The email address is uh ChicagoTonyV at gmail.com. Send us a letter, we'll read it on the show. It's super fun. Let's see how many I can get through today. I want to at least make a dent. Okay, uh, first letter. Um, Hey, Tony. Is it true that it's bad for your car if you drive it immediately after you start it up? Like, do you really need to warm it up? This doesn't make sense to me. (laughs) This is from Kelly from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is a, uh, it's very odd, Kelly. That you would send in a question like this to a, to to our show, but nevertheless, you did you did send it, and uh, I'm gonna say I guess technically, technically I really don't know the answer to your question, but I will say that um, it just makes common sense to me, Kelly. Okay, you I mean even just listen to your car. You're up there in the in Cheese, the, the city of Cheese, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, right? Around all those old beer breweries. How many of those are still open? 
I'm sure like Schlitz isn't open anymore, is it? The Cheddar Curtain. <laughs> it says tank. I love it. But again, Kelly, let's just use common sense, okay? Does your car even sound very good when you're trying to start it up? Up there in in Wisconsin in January? Or is it like it's saying, oh, fuck me. I, you really need to go somewhere right now? You know, no, it sounds like shit. It's common sense. It's freezing its balls off. Your car is cold as hell. Just get it started and let it run a while. Wait a minute. Lady Letter Carrier says in Europe it's not allowed to idle the car. Is this true? You have to just turn it on and go? You can't let it warm up? What the fuck is this world coming to? Robo says, I'm pretty sure you used to have to warm them up. I can't remember why. Because of warming up some cold fluids that have to run through things. But that with newer cars, it isn't necessary. But I don't know for sure. It's weird. This is so weird. It's Europe that created that auto stop stuff at uh, intersections. Jesus. You know, right? They're going to auto stop us from even being able to drive. That's the ultimate auto stop. You know? Yoke 14, welcome to the show. And thank you for spamming us. Let's see. Um, Plumber says, I used to have a boss that would bitch about warming the vans up during the winter. He would say, that's getting zero miles, miles a gallon. Yeah. I never knew that about, uh, about Europe. I never knew that. That they wouldn't let you idle. Jesus Christ. How in, in our business do these governments need to be? Good God. I don't know. Anyway, Kelly, that's just me. Please, can you Google this sort of thing? Do you really need... Get on Reddit. There's got to be a mechanics subreddit, okay? And just do it that way. <laughs> I'm not a car guy. I don't know why you wrote into my show, but God love you. Thank you. Okay, let's see. Next letter. Hey, Tony, I'm dreading Thanksgiving dinner as usual, but especially this year. I know the conversation will turn to politics and to this flu deal. Both of which I'm so sick of talking about, but I can hardly stand it. What the hell am I going to do? Any ideas? Oh, there's no there's no name on this. So I don't I don't know who you are, but thank you for the letter. And uh, yeah, I get it. I get it. And and frankly, if I were going to a traditional Thanksgiving, I would be dreading the same goddamn thing and you're absolutely right that that's what it's going to be what do you say it's going to be politics and the flu thing that's exactly right thank god i'm only going to be sitting around with my mom but here's what you could do there's a couple things you could do okay um sit at the kids table right if 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 your thanksgiving if the people running your thanksgiving have any sense you're going to sit at a kid's table and the kids are, they're going to be talking about, I don't know, video games, which also is going to suck, you know, but just try that. Sit at the kid's table. You could get them started on a topic. Kids are, are malleable. <laughs> Tank says, make the kids wear masks during dessert so you have first dibs on the pie. I love it. Kids are malleable, so give them, you can run that table. Run it. You can just tell them. If anyone brings up these two topics, no dessert. Right? No soup for you. So, that's the that's the first thing you could do. Um, what's, what's something else you could do? I tell you what, 
use, okay, I've bitched about this before. I hate going to all parties now anyway, because I'm, I'm so, what I see at parties and I'm, I'm so disheartened. Now, I've talked before about I don't watch much TV other than the NFL games and stuff like that. I'll watch a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But when I go to parties, I see evidence that that there are some people that uh, that's all they do. So one thing you could do if you're not sitting at a kid's table, use this. This is like a jujitsu move against the entire table. Just be just say this. What's good on Netflix? Boom. That's there's going to be an hour long conversation. People love to share whatever they're binge watching. I don't know why this is. But but do that. Use that technique. Get them starting about about Netflix. Started talking about Netflix. That's that's one of the things you could do. Um you could uh let's see what else. If if you're if if you want a plan B or a plan C, put a deck of trivial pursuit cards in your pocket. And is if people can't help themselves and they start talking politics, just boom. Just start asking trivial pursuit questions right there at the table. Um just wrangle the table. Just force them into it. And I think I think lastly, you have every right. If they can't quit, and if they gotta tell all the minutiae about uh, here's what the overlord said we need to do today about this flu deal. You can draw a line and just be like, one more comment and I'm going to start a food fight. You could go that far. I'm just saying. Oh my God, Tank. Tank says, make sure you bless Kyle Rittenhouse if you get to say grace to start the meal conversation. (laughs) Oh shit. That's another one. Oh my God, that's going to be all the talk. Dude, kids table. I think that's your only option. Kids table, Netflix, food fight. That's it. Good luck. Okay, next letter. Dear Tony, just curious. Are there any special precautions you are taking this time of year to ward off this flu deal that's been going around? (laughs) I'm starting such a trend. This is hilarious how people know how to how to word it for me. I'm out of ideas myself. This is from Terry from Trenton, New Jersey. Any special precautions I'm taking? Yes, there are. Yes, there are. I did I've done something uh really I've done something out of the ordinary, okay? And it's probably quite controversial, but what I did is I started looking around for um for other opinions and ideas other than that little, that old gray-haired dude with the gravelly voice, right? That New Yorker guy? When I started my own business in January of 2020, my... And uh, it turns out there are, there are people around the... From what I can tell, there, there are scientists around the globe who have actually been working really very hard on this. And uh, there are a couple of ideas that I see emerge that just make uh, some pretty good sense. I'm not going to get, I don't have to go real, real deep, but uh, what I would do is, or what I am doing, I got humidifiers running now this time of year. Humidifiers. If the air gets too dry, it, uh, what would the scientists say? This this can damage the uh, endothelial cells, which are the, that's kind of the, that's the outside lining of your insides. <laughs> and this, this is, there, there, are, there are some very credible sounding people that say, scientists now, that say this is why there's the spike in this certain time of year. They, they say it's, it's actually because of the dry air and that damages the endothelial system and then, and then uh, these pathogens can get in, more easily get in and disrupt shit. So I have humidifiers going. Now the other one, I've seen, my God, paper after paper after paper on just vitamin D sub- supplementation. It's another 
strong uh, theory about why this time of year is harder than others. So I supplement with vitamin D. Um, plumber found out, hold on, let's see this plumber comment. He says, guys, I did find out that I was banned from the U show and another one. Yeah, me too, plumber. I was banned from the U show too. I can't comment. Sofa is the same thing. Sofa is also banned from the U show. What the flying fuck? My God, it's so weird. What is, what is this place coming to? Anyway, those are two things that I'm doing. Two things that I'm doing. And also, don't watch or read the news, please. <laughs> it's another very important thing. Do not. Don't read the papers, the magazines, the news. Just my opinion. Okay, let's see. Next question. Dear Tony, if you could flip a coin, heads, you were given $100 million cash. Tails, you are penniless with no possessions. Would you take the chance at that flip? This is from Juan from Silverton, Colorado. Silverton, Colorado. Um, would I take the 100 million bucks? I'm flipping a coin. Heads, 100 million bucks. Cash. Tails, nothing. Uh, that's a lot of cash. $100 million in cash. Holy shit. Where would you even keep that? I'd like to try. Uh, no, I would not flip that coin. No, no. I'm doing okay. I'm comfortable, okay? I had... I've had uh, uh, exposure to uh, wealth, let's just put it that way. And, you know, yeah, it's great, but... I, I think uh, it's diminishing returns, right? I think $100 million is probably it's probably too much money to have, right? Not a whole lot of good for, can come from that. Anyway. Would you guys take that deal? $100 million bucks, heads. Tails, you're homeless and you have no possessions. Now, presumably, whatever, you, you get to keep what you know. And, and and reapply, whatever, build. And I, I would do the same. I'd, tr you know, try and build up wealth again. But what a pain in the ass. The older you get, who wants to do that? It is hilarious. I agree with Sofa. It's hilarious that we're all banned from these sections of Reddit. This is all, this is how we all met each other. I don't think they really want their live streaming thing to, to go. Yeah, Salty, I'm with Salty. He says, I'm not a 50-50 type of guy. Yeah, no way, not worth it. I need better odds. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess, what would the odds need to be, Salty? I wonder what it would be for me. Would I take 90-10? I might take 90-10. Something to keep in mind is that being homeless would also be an adventure of a, of a certain type. Plumber says money does sound good, but with more money comes more problems. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, Tank, is, Tank would take it because his brother would let him move in. There you go. That's an interesting strategy. You could say, you could probably say to before you flip the coin, you could get that lined up, right? You say to someone, uh, say, hey, look, I got this chance to flip this coin. I'll split it with you or something, or I'll give you whatever, 10%. But if I lose, I got to live with you until I'm back up on my feet. I think that's, uh, that's, a, that's an interesting idea. Very interesting idea. It's all who you know, isn't it? All right, let's see. Next letter. Hey, Tony, we recently lost a lot of cla uh, classic NFL QBs to retirement. Drew Brees, Eli Manning. One of these days soon, Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady, and even Aaron Rodgers will have to go. 
This is true. Father time. You can't beat Father time. Who do you think will be the preeminent start uh, start of the future at NFL quarterback? Oh, star of the future at NFL quarterback? Uh, this is from uh, Tommy G. Who do you think will be the preeminent NFL quarterback star of the future? For my money, it's it's clear. And I'm not saying Patrick Mahomes, by the way. Now, Mahomes, I think, will always be a star. Who do I think is going to be the cream of the crop? I think this Justin Herbert kid from the Chargers. I love watching that kid play. Love it. There is no one. There is no one with the arm that that kid has. Not even Mahomes. Oh, Tank agrees. Says Herbert by far and so far. Yes. Herbert is amazing. This dude is amazing. He is so fun to watch. And he is accurate. He is deadly accurate. He's deadly accurate deep. And he's deadly accurate under pressure when the game's on the line. I've watched several of his games this year. And now I'm such a fan. I I, I just watch every game of his that I can possibly watch. The dude is the real deal. If he can stay healthy, which is an if, I mean, like in the game last night, he ran quite a bit. Um, I think that dude has an amazing future. He has an amazing present. I mean, they might, they're going to be a playoff team, I think, this year. It's going to be so fun to see. I'm predicting that he will have this same poise in the playoffs that he has during the regular season. He seems unflappable. So fun to watch. That's my diaper dandy. I think Mahomes is great. I He seems like he's having a rough year. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> who's Eckler? I don't even know who Eckler is. Herbert and Eckler just uh, screwed your fantasy week last night. Why can't I think... Is that the running back that he threw all the touchdowns to last night? Because I watch, uh, I watch these games on speed dial. You know, I got the, uh, I got the replay. I don't hear all the commentary. So, okay. So it is the running back. Yeah. How about that dude for the, uh, Colts? Holy shit. That running back, that dude had five touchdowns yesterday. Unbelievable. Anyway, let's see. I can get some more letters going. Dear Tony, I'm 19 years old and I'm very flat chested. I'm totally self-conscious about this and I figure it has. if it hasn't happened yet, it will likely never happen. I dream about getting breast implants, but my friend says it's too early for that. Plus, my parents would probably kill me. Do you think there is a way to get this to happen sooner rather than later? Or should I take my friend's advice and just wait? As I am now, as I am now, I feel kind of unlovable and I don't want to be alone, especially through college, which should be a time for me to find a great guy. This is from Sarah from the Ohio State University. (laughs) Uh... Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. Thank you for your letter. Come all you faithful. Um, all right. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, Sarah. In all seriousness. In all seriousness. Do not let... This is untrue that you're not lovable. Okay? (laughs) Some of these comments. I got to go with Lady Letter Carrier. If you want to be loved for your tits, the guy isn't the kind you want. (laughs) I would agree, lady. 
Ask Santa for tits, says Chicago Tank. Okay, Sarah, in all seriousness, now listen. There's different strokes for different folks. There's every attractiveness is a bell curve. Everybody. All right. So, you know, what I'm trying to say is there, there, there are, uh, there have to be scads and scads of men who are actually attracted to flat chestedness. I'm not going to get into why this might be because Anyway, rest assured, it's some people are are uh, are this way. I, I will share with you. I will share with you that uh, for what it's worth, Sarah. I I I had uh, I had let's just say romantic opportunities. Right, this is this is college. You're talking about college. I, I had an experience uh, in college where um, it really seemed like the stars were aligning. Everything was great. And um, and uh, the uh, and then I, I found out, I'm not going to say how, but I found out that the, uh, the gal that I was headed down this path with, her breasts were just too gigantic, just uh, just huge. Inflate to a thousand. I mean, it just, it just, uh, all, and I just said to myself, I didn't say to her, I'm out. <laughs> okay. I know this is all TMI, but uh, what I'm saying is I'm just saying, don't, this does not robo says, I'm pretty sure half of guys are into small boobs. Could be right. Yeah. I would say, don't worry about it. Now, if you just can't get past, I, so I'm with the friend. Let's wait. Let's wait. And over time, as, as you have some more experience, whatever, you can revisit and maybe still feel that way and that's fine. More power to you. But I'm betting that what you'll find is if you just wait, you're still going to have whatever, boyfriends and all that stuff. And it's, 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 uh, Yeah. Salty says, uh, I see nothing wrong with small boobs. I totally agree. Uh, you can have a bad back going the other way, says Lady Letter Carrier. I've heard that's true. Oh, Robo says, I didn't hear the letter because I was in the other room. But if we're talking about that, I mean, I know this to be true. There we go. Okay. so funny anyway yes I would say don't worry about it I say wait I vote on wait it's don't be so self-conscious okay next letter dear Tony in hindsight are there things about your childhood that you wish would have been different like anything you wish you would have learned or been exposed to this is from Clarence T um uh, uh, well, gee, what an interesting question. I've said before, and I, I had a lovely, lovely childhood. Lovely. Loving family. And really just that time spent together was tremendous. I mean, so if I come up with anything, it's not because I'm disparaging about my childhood, but it's like, I mean, I, there are some things I wish I would have been exposed to a little more, you know? Like I do, I do come out of my childhood and I, I wonder why don't I know how to build anything? Why am I not handy? My, both my brothers can build shit. They can fix shit. Uh, this is construction. This is automobiles. I, I just don't, how did that, how did I miss that? I don't even understand. So I don't know. I wish I would have had my dad was that type of person. When I was a kid, he built a he built a deck on the back of our house. This sucker was three story or three three levels. It was beautiful, gorgeous. How the hell did he know how to do that? And my brothers can do that sort of shit, and I can't. 
Anyway. Uh, what else do I wish I had been exposed to? You know what? Uh, more, I'm going to say more tractor pulls. <laughs> it's my recollection that when I was a kid, we went to one tractor pull. That was exciting as hell. I wish I would have gone to more tractor pulls than just one. For that matter, one demolition derby as a kid. I would have liked to have seen more of those. What was that at even? Was it like a state fair or something like that? I have no idea. Oh, Robo, here's some here's some inspiration from Robo Kitty. She says, you just do it and you find out that it's not as hard as it looks. Building and fixing stuff. That would that would be really nice, Robo, if you're right. I am a perfectionist in that way. Like I'm I have the thought of doing stuff just stresses me out. So I'm sure it's a lot of it is my emotional baggage. I still think I'm going to start with more tractor pulls, more demolition derbies. Tank says, always go to the University of YouTube. That's good advice, I'm sure. Yep. Let's see, 751. Okay, let's see if we got another letter. All right. Big T. The Bears win the Super Bowl in three seasons. That's my prediction. <laughs> Please save this somewhere so you can be reminded of my brilliance once it happens. In the meantime, tell me I'm right or wrong. This is from Alan L. from Skokie, Illinois. Uh, Alan, I'm not going to go out on much of a limb here. I'm going to say you're wrong. You're wrong. Let's face it, Alan. I mean, I would love it if the beloved Bears win the Super Bowl in three seasons. I would freaking love it. Don't get me wrong. But uh, let's talk about some realities here. The Bears are not a very good organization. They're just not. The McCaskies aren't the best owners. I, I can't put my finger on it. I don't know what the hell. But uh, they're just not very good. Nagy's not doesn't seem to be a, a great coach. Can you see Nagy winning a Super Bowl in three seasons? I can't. So that would mean that we got to get rid of this dude and get a new coach, and it would have to happen pretty quick. Tank seems to agree. He says not until the owner sells them. Yeah. Can you imagine the, the McCaskies winning a Super Bowl? It's hard to imagine. Um... <laughs> Salty says Andy Dalton is your savior. Right. The way this look of this Justin Herbert, is that the oh no, sorry, that's the Chargers guy. Who's the who's the Bears QB now? I'm blanking. Their diaper dandy. Anyway, he does not look like a gamer to me, really. He looks when he's sitting on the bench losing big time, like they did to uh, Tampa Bay this year, he was down like 30 to 3, 31 to 3. It was not eating at him when you look at him on the bench. He was just he was just kicking back. Like, I think that's a bad Yeah, Fields, sorry. Fields is good, but their play calling is shit, says Tank. Yeah. I can't see it happening. Three years. I will try to keep your letter around for three years, uh, but it will not come true. It won't. That's that's my prediction. Okay, next letter. Dear Tony, do you believe that as people age, doing games like puzzles, or sorry, doing games and puzzles like crosswords can keep people from getting dementia. This is from Freddie M. Uh, I mean, yeah, generally. That seems to be a common uh, theory. Now, I will say that I think that dementia, uh, what would it be? I think it's probably really uh, an environmental disease. All right, it's the, it's really probably caused by, uh, it's probably a combination of the food the modern food supply, and then all these other uh, chemicals and pollutants that people are exposed to, and, and in a lot of ways uh, via medication. Right, that's chemicals and pollutants as well. Um, 
Robo says it's a mix of both. So, but th- but having said that, yeah. So I think it's an environmental thing, but then also probably like a muscle, you got to work it out. You got to work out your mind. So if you just if you just sit on the sidelines and do nothing, that's probably not good. Robo says your brain tissue shrinks, though, like everything else, Tony. With my gargantuan skull, when my brain shrinks, that is going to be quite the void in there. I don't know. But so, I mean, yeah, some of it's age and whatever, and I'm sure... I think it's a little bit of everything, is my guess. But I think, all in all, it's better, yes, try to keep the mind sharp. Do crossword puzzles, whatever. Get a little... I I think these people... I heard of an old neighbor. I was asking my mom for updates on everyone. We have... There was an old neighbor from an when I was first grade I just got an update on the neighbor fella that lived a couple doors down he's now he's now like 80 and uh the dude still has a job he's he uh works it now he's it's not a serious job it's kind of like one of those retirement jobs he's a starter at a golf course it's like that that sort of thing is good right you gotta you gotta do something you gotta stay busy so I think that's a big secret in life. I don't know. Let's see if I can fit one more in. Let's see. We've done we've done pretty good. A lot of letters. Dear Tony, if you could pick three movies to explain life in the 1980s to someone who hadn't lived through them, which would they be? Uh, this is from Paula G. So pick three movies to explain to someone, here's what life in the 1980s were like. Here's a representative or representation of life in the 1980s. I guess that's what you're saying. I mean, off the top of my head. See, this is tough because I think sometimes you could pick a movie that's actually just it's not necessarily representative of the 80s. It's it's 80s pop culture. Like, um, like let's say uh, Back to the Future. Well, that's like a quintessential 80s movie just because it's a famous movie from the 80s. But I don't think it necessarily represents the 80s all that well. You know what I mean? Because a lot of it was earlier, you know, it was not set in the 80s. Anyway... Uh, off the top of my head, I think a movie like 16 Candles, right? 16 Candles is a quintessential, that was kind of life in the 80s, a, a, a decent slice of life in the 80s. Let's see. Tank says, watch the Goldbergs. Ooh, Empire Records says Robo. Lady says, Field of Dreams. Oh, Airheads. These are all really good. These are all really good thoughts. Here's another one that I think is uh, quintessential. Oh, Empire Records is 90s, says RoboCat. Um, there's a movie, uh, Nicolas Cage, Valley Girl. Has anyone seen that? That to me is so 80s. All the cool trendies kids in the 80s act like the people acted like the people in that movie um i would also say breakfast club is another example that was a pretty good life in the 80s movies salty says the goonies it's a good one very good one i don't know that's an interesting question trying to think of anything else Robo says that she's never seen Breakfast Club. Oh, you should see it. It's it's good. That's a good reminder for me. I, I probably haven't seen it in 35 years. I gotta watch it again. She is it cheesy? I don't even remember. It's been too long. I don't know. Well listen, it's 8 a.m. everybody. Hey, save some room for Thanksgiving, okay? We're, uh, it's going to be upon us before we know it. it won't be long. 
I want everyone to remember that uh, that I love you and I like you too. You're good people. Thank you for hanging out with me today. It's been super fun. Good to see everybody. And uh, I will see you again tomorrow morning. Same bad time, same bad place. Uh, until we meet again, I just want to remind you. <laughs> Rubble Cat. Rubble says in caps, do one more Tony, she says. Rubble, that's the that's the latest in the game save I think you've ever had. I was just about to stop. Oh my god. Let me see. Let me pull up one more letter. I do feel like that letter was kind of weak. Or at least my answer was weak. Um, okay, here's... Whatever, it's interesting. Hey, Tony, what's the weirdest thing that happened to you this week? This is from El Guapo. <laughs> okay. What's the weirdest thing that happened to me this week? Well... I mean, today's Monday, so I'm just going to take, try and take like the the previous seven days, basically. What is the weirdest? Oh my God. Look at what Robo says. She says, come on, you owe us. Do I really? Is this true? I don't know. Anyway, it's flattering when anyone wants to hear more. What is the weirdest thing that happened to me this week? Well, the weirdest thing that I thought was going to happen to me was, would be like, uh, uh, you know, change my mother's diaper or something like that. I was real worried about that type of scene, but uh, did not happen. Thank Christ. Having said that, I mean, caring caring for my mom just in general was uh, was kind of weird. Was it the weirdest? I tell you something that happened this week. Oddly enough, um, was uh, and it's weird. I was checking something on my phone and I hit some sort of wrong combination or something and it made the uh, it made the weirdest sound and it uh, and it called 911 my phone called 9 it made some sort of SOS call it was the weirdest thing it, it my, the phone sounded like a uh, like a police car. <laughs> I knew something was wrong. It's like, what the hell? And then it was calling 911. And I, 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 I put the thing up to my ear. Yes, hello, says this lady on the other end. You know, can you confirm what number this is? What number you're calling from? I'm a, so I gave her my number. I was like, yeah. Uh, I was just... I can't remember what I was doing, you know? It's like I was just looking up movie times for something. Like, I don't know what the hell happened. But it just got me thinking. So I had to, I, I guess what I'm saying is I had to just, it took me a moment to convince this lady, I don't need 911, you know? I'm sure they're very well trained and they probably get that sort of shit all the time. Robo says, there's a combination of clicks, like... A, I think hitting the power button five times, it calls 911. There's something. I mean, because it happened. Now, thank goodness it uh, it made that sound like it, like it sounded like a police car. Or I never would have known that it was calling 911. I wouldn't have known that something weird is happening. It, but it felt so strange to be like, yeah, I'm just trying to look up movie times, you know. So the, the settings will show me the combo that I must have hit. I don't know. Whatever. That was kind of weird. That was a weird one. That's the weirdest thing. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Salty says, if you have a passcode on your iPhone, there is an emergency option. So you probably hit that. I guess, yeah, maybe that was it. Isn't it amazing? Just are, are they are they just making us all be just incredible pussies? Like we just can't face. I need to have nine one one at arm's length anytime, no matter what. Are we all? Do you guys remember that "Help I've Fallen and I Can't Get Up" commercials? Are we all that now? I, I don't know how I feel about this. 
having uh, your finger on the fingerprint thing. See, I won't do my fingerprint thing because I'm t too much of a conspiracy theorist. I won't let them do that, even though I know that it's pointless, right? The oligarchs have all of our data. Anyway. Anyway, people. All right, 8.05 now. I, I got to skedaddle. I'm sorry. Thank you for wanting to hear more. That's very flattering. Anyway, I love you guys. I like you guys. I will see you tomorrow morning. I'll be in touch in the meantime, I'm sure. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Robo has, says, I once went to a call where this old lady had her life alert necklace on the side table and she fell across the room and couldn't reach it. She died. Holy shit. You know, there's some irony there, huh? Do you think do you think uh, the life alert people sent a letter to her family? We told you so. Can we use this in our marketing materials? I'm sure. She pulled a blanket and pillow over her head and laid there and died. God damn. That's so sad. Oh man. I don't know. Anyway, thank you guys for spending the morning with me. I really needed this really bad. It's been fun. Love you guys. Like you guys. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Until then, don't take any shit from anybody. Okay? Okay. <laughs>